let's go forward. Their social status. Today, some people don't want to serve the community. You tell them, come volunteer. They said, I'm too busy with my life. Some know my status is high. I won't come. Look at the status of the camp of Abba Abdullah. First group, they were companions of the Holy Prophet. Is there any status above these status? So naturally, if you are the companion of Prophet, then you are companion of Amir al-Mu'minin, then companion of Imam Hassan al-Mushtaba, and eventually companion of Abba. Muslim Buna Awsaja was companion of Rasulullah. Anas ibn Haris al-Qahili was companion of Rasulullah. That's the first status of the group. There are other groups, they are stated they were Qurra, as he mentioned, the one who gave announcement, our brother. They were reciters of Quran. One of them is Burairi ibn Fudail Hamdani. And Hasin, as you heard. They were top-notch reciters of Quran. They would recite Quran and enemy would begin to shock and to shiver. This is also another status. Another status, other group, they what? They were people who had, like, uh, when it comes to security, military, policing, that was their background. One of them is Hurri ibn Yazid al-Rayahi. Hur was the leader of the army of Umar ibn Sa'ad, isn't it? And another one was the chief of the police department during the time of Imam Ali in Kufa. And then you had the leaders of the Arab tribes. Like Habib ibn Mabahir and Abis ibn Shabib Shakiri. Leaders! And you know if you are a leader of a tribe in Arab, you are a big man. And then there were those, no, from all angles, Socially, they were strong. Be it knowledge, be it money, whatever. They were very, very powerful. And then, of course, you've got John. Who was also by then, slave. Join Abba Abdullah Hussain. He joined Hussain. These are their status. Do we have status than them? These are their status. And again, if you go forward, who were they before joining Abba Abdullah? Arguably, majority of the companions of Abba Abdullah were not Muslims before. They were not lovers of Ahlul Bayt before. Majority of them. So, so I mentioned earlier on, you cannot take this Iman for granted. Baba, protect your Iman. In this day and age, the most expensive thing is Iman. Wallahi, one can lose his Iman without his or her consent. Hur. He wasn't with Al Al-Bayt. He was with Umar ibn Sa'ad. But he joined. Wahab al-Kalbi. He was a Christian. We mentioned. And he joined. Aba Abdullah al-Husayn alayhi salam. 
You've got Abu Lahatouf and his brother from Basra. They were Khawarij. And they joined Abu Abdullah. And then you've got others like Zuhair ibn al-Kain who was co-enemy of Ahlul Bayt. Zuhair and his wife were coming from Hajj. And the caravan of Abu Abdullah was also proceeding. The wife of Zuhair said, so are you sitting and Hussein is going? He said, what do I do? He said, no, I want you to join Hussein. The wife convinced him and then he changed his mind, he joined Hussein. So this was the Asabiqiyah. They were not like lovers and followers of Al Bayt, but eventually they joined Abu Abdullah salam. Sex. Male and female. In the camp of Abu Abdullah. There were women. There were men. Young girls. Young boys. That shows that to build a community you need both gender. You cannot. Only men dominated. Then who is going to think about women's affairs? Abu Abdullah placed Zainab on top of everything. And if it wasn't because of Zainab, none of us was going to be here today. Hence, Zainab is referred to Sharikatul Hussein. But in some of our communities, women are marginalized. Women are undermined. Women are not given their rights. Their voice are not heard. Abu Allah said, no, my camp is not like that. And I and you know very well. The advocacy role that Sayyidah Zainab played. Wallah, if it wasn't because of her, we were not going to receive most of these teachings of Abu Abdullah alayhi salam. Race, blacks, Asians, you name them, I will name them. Race, different races. For Hussein to tell you racism is not allowed. Undermining people because of their color is not allowed. This one Pakistani, this one Kashmiri, this one Africa. I am better. It is un-Islamic and uncivilized. No one is better than the other. Allah knows who is better. And was, that's why we said the message of Hussein is universal. The world needs to know the composition of the camp of Abba Abdullah. You give me any camp in the world, any organization in the world where children were allowed, men were allowed, women, old, young. Today, when people become old, youth don't want to sit next to them. Some of our communities, I know, they said these people, they are dying, thinking it's over. But Abba Abdullah taught us to build a community, you need to blend young and old together. You know what? If young, you want to go your way without elders, forget about it. Elders, you want to go your way without young, forget about it. Imam Ali described that the opinion of an elderly person is so dear to me than the skin of a young girl. It's a metaphor. Say you need the advice of an elderly person. Rasulullah mentioned there is khair and barakah in the presence of an elderly person. You may have PhD, that's okay. 
You may be the CEO of your organization. That is okay. But someone who sleeps before you wakes up before you. It's a metaphor. It's an expression. Someone who sees life before you, he might not have been to the university you've been. What he knows, you do not know. And that's what Abba Allah taught us. No, no, today you know the problem we have in our communities? No, no, this, is, this program is for the old people. This program is for the young one. We're busy dividing and destroying our communities. Why can't we have programs together sometimes? So that the elders can share their experience with the young ones. And the young ones will use their energy to make things happen in the community. So about Abdullah taught us, bring all on board if you are to achieve results. But if you neglect others, you may not achieve the result. This is how we build community. My message is not about community, but it's very important to understand. If we are truly Husseini, this is what Hussein did. Where were they coming from? Which country? Number one, our first group, Turkey. Turkey, Atrak. Hurri ibn Yazid al-Rayahi, the Mawla, his servant who was with him is from Turkey. But he's not the only one from Turkey. There was other companions who was also from Turkey. Turkey. Second group, Ijaz, which you know very well. Ahlul Bayt, all of them were from Ijaz. Saudi Arabia of today, if you like. And the third group from Kufa. So therefore this notion that Shia kill Hussein is wrong. Shia will never kill Hussein. Shia will never kill Hussein. Enemies killed Hussein. They may be from Iraq or other places, but Shias of Iraq never killed Abba Abdullah. In fact, we received this message from the Shias of Iraq. Today, when you go to Ziyara and Iraq, you will see the manifestation of the love of Ahlul Bayt, alayhi wasalam. There were Kufiyun who were with Abba Abdullah, alayhi salam. One of them is Anas ibn Haris al-Qahili. And not only Kufiyun, you have Basrawiyun, people from Basra. They were also like Abdullah and Ubaidullah. They were from Basra. And they were in the camp of Abba Abdullah, alayhi salam. Not only that, in the camp there were people from Yemen. People from Yemen. Yemen is bleeding today. When Rasulullah said, Baldatum Tayyiba. Yemen is bleeding. Donate to us Yemen. Donate to us the plight. Yemen has been bleeding for quite a long time. Don't fold your arms and do nothing. Hussein told us, say no to humiliation. Say no to injustice. Say no to oppression. Whether done to Muslim or non-Muslim. Wherever it is happening, stand against it. Because that is what Abba Abdullah stood for. That is why he didn't take only people from Hijaz. He didn't take only Arabs. He took people from all over. And got people like Habib ibn Mawahir al-Asadi. Iraqi, but far from north. Join Abba Abdullah alayhi salam. You've got John. There are so many discussions as to where John is coming from. 
Some said some part of Africa, but there are discussions by then which country of Africa are we talking about? But at the end of the day, John was black and he joined Abba Abdullah. Certain extent when he died, Abba Abdullah cried. He went to the body of John. John. So Abba Abdullah brought everyone. He never left anyone out. Why do we sometimes segregate in our communities? We, 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 you who? Where are you going? Take it easy. Let's go back to basics and look at how Abba Abdullah did it. And let's take really, this is to me personally, I'm really convinced 100% this is masterpiece of community development. Because he brought all different potentials on board. As we sit here, we've got different potentials altogether. If you bring all these potentials together, we join together, you know, we become a force and no one can break us.